All right, we can start at any time. Let's dive right into this one. Because Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, enough nonsense. Yeah, this is a big. This is a big one. It's the one. Hey, listeners. Uh, I guess you're. We're the listeners, and you're the listeners. Yes, uh, we're the comedians, and you're the comedians. Yeah, we're the bees knees, and you're the bees nerds. Mm-hmm, yes. And here's what's happening today. It's a bonus. Hell yeah. Hello. Uh, and you know what? We're, uh, you can bone us, but, uh, well, please don't. Yeah, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but mm-hmm. you can bone us, no props. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't even care anymore. We can't even feel it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week, uh, this special bonus episode, we are dedicating to a, bu- a huge part of growing up in Canada. Uh, the Canadian Heritage Moments, which yeah. explain what those are for. Well, I, a few weeks ago we did, uh, or a month or two ago, we did an episode where we uh, watched classic Canadian commercials. Yes. And w- when you're watching commercials in Canada, uh, when you're watching TV, in the commercial breaks, quite often they will have a one-minute uh, little short film about uh, Canadian history, and they're called Canadian Heritage Minutes. I always called them Canadian Heritage Moments, and then when I was researching them today, I was like, oh, they're all a minute long. Some, I feel like some were so quick and some were so long growing yeah, up. Yeah, but like, I feel there were ones that you felt were longer because they were, uh, you know, many sets or whatever, yeah, but they took place in one area, you were like... <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah like there was one where i um uh the one of the ones we'll watch today i was like this is not even a story this is un. <laughs> this is the least important heritage moment of all time <laughs> i think i know which one you are gonna pick and I'll, I'll identify it when we get to it oh did you see my list no i oh maybe maybe i thought i put it on my list anyways we'll we'll see Okay, um, and so what these w- are is, it's like a w- one minute long little short film, mm-hmm. and they would have, uh, I guess they didn't usually have famous people. Sometimes they had. Uh, did you did you ever see the one with Pierce Brosnan? No. Well, I think it was from a movie called Gray Owl mm. about a an Englishman who was like. Pretending to be a Canadian indigenous person. Mm, excellent. Uh, and, but they like condensed that whole movie down into one minute. There was a Dan, Dan Aykroyd was in a movie about the Avro Arrow. Oh yeah, I remember like, that. Yes. Like supersonic Canadian jet that yeah. they made that into a one minute heritage minute. But for the most part, it was just like, uh, no one you recognized in old timey clothing. Yeah think one one that i remember had murdoch mysteries in it oh sure had yannick bison yeah um but the uh yeah they were mostly they were really they're for the most part they're very enjoyable like i don't feel like any of them are like a real slog because like you say it is only a minute yeah and uh, like when i think back at like canadian history that i learned in school none of it sticks with me like these things do no yeah if everything had been uh had an accompanying short then i think you're right Uh, because i remember all of them but like yeah yeah 
When, when I was uh, there, and there's so many that just have like a line. Like I remember the last line of so many of them. Uh, not, there's one I didn't pick, and neither did you. But it's uh, the uh, Underground Railroad. Oh yes, where they're bringing slaves back to Canada, and the guy gets to Canada and sees his wife. And do you remember his wife's name? No, Liza. <laughs> So he's so glad to say see his wife. Yeah, I don't so think I, I just, remember that one. I remember. Oh no, do I remember that? There's, there's definitely one of the clips that I submitted has one of my favorite lines of the whole series. Yeah, the, all of mine do. I mean, I, okay. Do you want to just get going? Let's get into it. Let's get in. Let's dive. Yeah, in. people get it. So if you're Canadian, you know what these are, and you're excited that uh, you're going to hear, uh, you know, your favorite one. And yeah, if you're in America, like just check. They're all on YouTube. And uh, they're they're all housed under a same site, like Canadian Heritage Channel or something like that. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's like Historica or something. Yes. And they still make these. I remember them from the 80s and 90s. But when I was looking them up, they, they've put two out this year. Cool. And they've, like, every year they put two or three out. Um, okay, so this one, the first one we're going to do... Uh, it is called. Oh, I don't know why I'm. <laughs> okay, so, so... okay, here we go. I I know which one this is. Um, and it's uh, yeah, we're in a train station a hundred years ago or so. All right, hit it. All right. And he can lift anything, anything at all. He's that strong. Joe Schuster, will you stop it? You miss your train. <laughs> okay, stop it there for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that too much exposition? <laughs> Graham Clark, uh, <laughs> tell me why you stopped it there. Um, yeah, that's as, that's as good as it gets. Um, <laughs> Joel Schuster, uh, you're yeah. not gonna, just any Joel. Uh, I think it's Joe. It's Joe Schuster. Oh, Joe Schuster. See, I, didn't and he's being play, I think he's being played by, I believe it's Adam from You Can't Do That on Television. Mm. And she's, I recognize her uh, from many Canadian productions as well. But they're at a train station. They're walking. Uh, he's telling her about this great characters he, he's invented, and they dress like kind of in forties, fifties garb. Look, this might have been you know seventeen hundreds garb, eighteen hundreds. If it's, <laughs> I knew women weren't allowed to wear pants. Yes, yeah, um, and you know what? From this angle, I don't know if he's wearing pants either. He might be. That's wearing true. A they could be. Uh, well, uh, I mean, there's a character we're going to run into later. <laughs> <laughs> on one of mine where it's about a character who doesn't wear pants <laughs> you know what i'm talking about yes <laughs> okay <laughs> this is fun all right keep watching yeah 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 strong but by day he's a mild-mannered reporter glasses you know a secret identity honestly you canadian kids he'd be in this cape a what a cape wearing these blue tights a hero in tights really here it is Listen, Lois, this guy is faster than anything, I swear. If you're not fast, you're going to miss your train. Okay, stop it there. About, he's faster? No, he's faster than this. He says he's fast, and then she says, you better catch your train, and gives him, like, a finger gun. Yeah. And that's what he, he comes up with. This. He's inventing Superman on the spot. Yeah, he's like, he, you know, she said the tights thing was stupid, so he could have jettisoned that right away. Well, he had, like, a bunch of ideas going in. He's, like, telling her about this character. Yeah, he's he's super strong, and... and uh, 
Uh, uh, and like, oh yeah, he's uh, a cape. How about a cape? He's like coming up with stuff as he's getting on a train, and she's like, "You're a Canadian." Yeah, you're can you Canadian kids. Anyways, My name's here's Lois. a finger gun. I'm gonna point yeah. at you like I'm gonna shoot you. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And then he goes to board the train, and here we go. Beating bullet. Come on, get on it. No one's gonna read a comic strip about a strong man in tights, Joe. It'll never fly. Why no? Why no? <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Oh, wow, see what yeah. Cousin Frank says in Toronto. Wait, wait, Lois. I, I've got something for you. Take it. And he hands her, but as the train is leaving, he hands her a nice. picture he's drawn of. It's a Thomas Finland erotic uh, <laughs> photo. <laughs> yeah, it's him pumping iron, a uh, big, big black mustache. <laughs> yeah, tight pants just <laughs> falling off his ass. <laughs> But, like, he also, uh, you know, when she says, that'll never fly. Fly, no! <laughs> I remember that line, so, fly, no, but he'll leave. Yeah. And then, of course, I he need to get as to much information across as I possibly can. <laughs> I don't care. I'm Lois. I, I'm not, like, greenlighting your comic. I'm Lois. I'm never going to be involved in this comic in any way, shape, or form. And if I am, you can talk to my lawyer. <laughs> Lois lawyer. Get on it. She said, get on, get on it. Get on it. Okay. Do you want to, you want to, uh, I'll, pick one of yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm going to go right to the pants. That's the one. one that I think is, I, I think that's the one I was thinking of earlier. Yeah. So we're, we're in London, early world war one. Fighting in France tomorrow. Oh my God. Why were you, why won't you pause? Damn it. Uh, and, uh, this, uh, Canadian troop is in London, but he's heading to France and, He's got his his bear with him, this black bear that's like the uh, mascot for their regiment. Okay, yes. So you'll be fighting in France tomorrow. Well, good luck, Captain Colbert. No one you can be sure will take very good care of the bear. You are noting that it's the official mascot of the 2nd Canadian Infantry Brigade? Yes, sir. Okay, and it should be said that it's a real bear. It's not a stuffed bear. It's a no. real... <laughs> yes, and they're handing it over to... But appears to be a zookeeper, and he says, "So long, Winnie," to the bear. Huh, Winnie? Oh, interesting. So long, Winnie. You'd be a good girl, on am Why, Winnie, sir? From my hometown, Winnipeg. Thanks for asking. Oh, ten years later. I just love Winnie. Oh yeah, now we're ten years later. We're at the uh, zoo. We can assume the, that that guy is dead. He died. Yeah, that guy probably didn't get back to claim his bear, which um. He wrote uh, letters to the bear every week. Yeah, the guy, the guy actually, it's it, the guy survived, but he found another bear in France, a real floozy. <laughs> um, and uh, lest we forget, so now we see a, a rosy-cheeked child in yeah, a, a page boy cut, haircut. Page boy looks yes. absolutely looks like his head is a mop. Yes, yeah. And just like a like a cutest darn kid you ever want to see. Yeah, and they're at long. the zoo. Winnie's in the cage. Let's see what happens. Oh yeah, and he's being carried by uh, a man, and the, uh, there's another man with them. There's two men there w with the little boy. Okay, Christopher Robin. I'll tell you what I'll do. <gasps> he's Christopher Robin. I'll write Robin. some stories about Winnie, and Mr. Shepherd here will draw some pictures. Oh, Daddy, let's call him Winnie the Pooh. Why Pooh, son? I don't know, just Winnie the Pooh. 
It'll never fly, Joe. Canadian soldiers bear inspired four volumes of stories and verse and still sell millions of copies around the world. Yeah, so is that the one where you're like, nothing happened? No. Oh, really? Because I think that's that's such a stretch. <laughs> oh, no, it was a Canadian bear that inspired a whole other thing. Yeah. That's, so, that's super important. <laughs> the guy who plays uh, the little kids, I assume Christopher Robin's father, he's like a fantastic Canadian character actor. Or I is he British? Is he British? Yeah, was he in that movie with Kayla Lorette? Yes. Yeah. His name Julian something? That sounds right. And he was also in uh, Hardcore Logo is where I knew him from. Oh. Boy, uh, well, our uh, shouts out to him. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're following along, if you're watching the video before you, uh, we explain all the clips, you know what's going on. You understand completely. If you're not, yeah. if you're just listening to this in your car, I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's fine too i, I feel like people get it <laughs> yeah maybe uh, all right you ready you want to do your next one yeah 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 all right i don't know this one. Oh, this was my probably my all-time fave oh no that's not true this is my second all-time fave all right okay here's here we your go. here we go you fade in it's oh, the canadian rocky and he says where, where would you be going just hold on a sec. There's just to describe it. There's a, a a man with a bowler hat, like going down the side of a hill with a donkey prospector and a horse. Type. Prospector, and then it cuts to uh, a mountie sitting behind the desk, big big mustache, and uh, and then it goes from there. Big Tom of Finland man. Yes, yes. Klondike to look at your gold fields, if there really is any. Not with this gambling gear and those revolvers. Men don't wear pistols in Canada. Canada be damned. I'm going to the Klondike. The Klondike is Canada. Canada. Pack those pistols in your saddlebags or get back to U.S. territory. I'm an American. You can't do this to me. He pulled a gun on him. In that case, I'll be lenient. We'll keep this gambling gear and you'll be back in the United States by sundown. Ooh. He never drew no gun. I could have shot that, that guy, guy right, right there. there. Who was he anyway? Superintendent Sam Steele of the Northwest Mounted Police. Why didn't I shoot him? Damn. In the days of the gold <laughs> rush, a policeman, Sam Steele, <laughs> became a legend of the Klondike. I don't know. So that, to, to me, that is a example of one where nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, uh, it's just about him, I guess, but... The, the prospector is so funny in it. He's uh, like... Yeah, it, that guy seemed like a an actor I recognized. But. Yeah, and like Sam Steele in that. I mean, you know, you're going to lose some sleep over how hot he is. But uh, yeah. the whole thing is that he goes into his office, pulls guns on him, and then for some reason doesn't shoot him because he's yeah, charismatic, then, I guess. And then he gets escorted by a different Mountie and he's telling the, the uh, that Mountie, yeah, I should have shot your boss. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could turn oh, around well. and shoot you right now. <laughs> yeah. If I, to this time tomorrow, I'll be saying, huh, why didn't I shoot that other guy? <laughs> I'm pretty slow. <laughs> um, yeah. But that is, uh, not only is that one I do not recognize, I don't think I've ever heard of Sam Steele before. I only know Sam Steele as a reference from like, uh, Alpha Flight or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he. I, but I knew that that commercial. I thought that was one of my faves because it just is about this guy that wasn't going to commit murder, 
didn't, and then was mad that he didn't commit murder. Oh, I should have murdered that <laughs> I guy. I could have murdered that guy right in front of you. Uh, all right. Here's, uh, uh, let's do this one. Everyone remembers this line. Do you know which one this is? Yes. <laughs> so it's it's a bunch of men sitting around a table. There's a woman addressing them. They're in an old yes. uh, wooden, I guess, boardroom. 1800s, or... 1800s uh, school room. It's called Rural Teacher. Yes. So, so this uh, is her chatting with these three old men. Can you, can you, what's the memorable line from this one? You know, I cannot read a word. Children, you must understand, young woman, that you work for us and not the other way around. But you would like to tell me how I must go about teaching the children to read. I've told you what it is we want you to do, and that's enough. Please, Mr. Clarence, would you take a look at this? You'll not bother me with that. No, but you see, sir, your son read this today. Okay, it so she's handing him some paper. Passage. It is yeah. from the Bible. She's this the is what I she's... use to teach him to read. And the guys are like, hmm, she's got a point. Yeah, how about you read this to, you know, read this passage? Yeah. Why don't you just read it then? Both of you know I cannot read a word. <laughs> and he puts his fist down. Fist down, and then it transforms into this, uh, this painting called The Meeting of the School Trustees. Much like this one. Perhaps the catchiest name for a painting? Yeah. Meeting of the School Trustees. I mean, they did a great job uh, of, like, replicating that painting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that I had ever seen it before. (laughs) I like the... um the second guy that chimed in. Why don't you just read it? <laughs> like, like he's really leading him on because he knew that he was illiterate when he said mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, everyone knows who's illiterate in the small town. <laughs> um, so uh, go, skip down maybe, and we'll do that one last because it's my favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so this yeah. one is called the, the Midwife. Ah, now I don't know this one. You don't know this one. Uh, I don't think I do. Oh, it's got one of my favorite lines in it. Well, boy, I wish I could guess it, but I... Uh, I can't believe you haven't seen this one. Lots Maybe I have. Baby would be here by okay, so there's... There's, there's these uh, women on a... Ho- dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah, and they're, they're... But they're not laughing all the way. No, no, and she's saying the baby's on the way... And, uh, you know, she, the, the person with the reins is kind of giving her, uh, kind of, we're going as fast as we can. We'll get there in time. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, they're old timey. This is maybe a thousand years ago. Yeah. This is a thousand years ago. Remember, this is before, uh, everybody was using soap and deodorant. So, uh, yeah, this is before, you know, everyone had a computer in their pocket. (laughs) That's right. So they didn't know how to get to the midwife. (laughs) So, uh, that's the setup, and they're racing down the icy trail, and then or the well, fields they go. That's right. We're going as fast as we can. I promised your mother that I. Oh, the horse kicks up. There's a tree on the track. Oh my god! We'll never get there. <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> we'll never get there. We'll never get there. <laughs> This horse can't go around a tree. No, this horse is way too stupid. 
And uh, then, like, this poor woman who's the midwife has to contend with this idiot that she's traveling is the, with. Is the young woman pregnant? Uh, that's what I've always assumed. they going to a different place? Yeah, I think maybe they're going to a place where there is a pregnancy. Yeah, because she, if she's, like, in, in uh, labor, she's not hopping off that sled so easily. Yeah, but she's, she just, um, she really encapsulates, like, uh, a whiner very well. All right, let's hear it again. <laughs> oh, now it's later. Now they're walking in the snow. Oh, they're walking with snowshoes. I can't go out anymore. I'm tired. There she is whining again. Oh, way to my house on foot to get me. Right. It's only another mile. Another mile? Jesus Christ. One more time. Now they're in a, uh, you know, a hut. One more time. She's okay, pushing a so baby out. Not pushing a baby out. A different lady. Until well into this century, most of us Canadians were born where we lived. And the only professional hand guiding our arrival in the world was theirs. The midwife. So that, what does that have to do with Canada? It doesn't have anything to do with Canada. Except that it's snowy and uh, partway through it, you think it's like going to be a heritage moment about whining. <laughs> <laughs> The first big wine. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's how Canadians are known for whining. <laughs> I mean, I guess the rural teachers wasn't uniquely Canadian either. Uh, well, it, I and mean, also, it was, it was a, from a painting that's a Canadian painting, I think. Sure, but it's also not uniquely historic as there are still rural teachers. Yes, there are rural teachers and people. And there are still midwives. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I employed a midwife not five years ago. Uh, okay, here's your, here's my next Oh, one. yes, I love this one. Now this, what's the line, the memorable line from this one? Uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but it's like, oh, through the air, over to the sea. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, Guglielmo Marconi. I've heard of Tickle Me Elbow, but Guglielmo? <laughs> Uh, so we're at, uh, we're on Signal Hill, Newfoundland at the far eastern edge of Canada in 1901. There's some kids laughing at these, uh, three grownups trying to get a kite up into the air. Yeah. Which is, but, you know, fair enough to the kids. It is a very fun thing to see an adult try to fly a kite. Yeah. And also it's looks terribly, bitterly cold and they apparently aren't allowed to go inside. <laughs> Their parents have told them, go get frostbite. Yeah, the, the mother's like, I'm trying to teach your dad how to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll never get there. We'll never learn to read. <laughs> so they're flying a box kite. Hey, box! Flying all over the place. Hey, get out of here, kids. <laughs> they are fumbling all over the place. Uh-huh. And then they get it in the air. It's not a kite. It's an antenna. Oh, it's an antenna. Okay. Oh, they're in the. They're in a room with a. Um, what do you call that? Telegraph. And the telegraph yeah, starts. Telegraph. And it starts clicking. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. He says. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> hey, we invented the telegraph or the radio. And the one I grew up in. You know where England is? Sure, it's over there. And over there is where that sound is coming from. Right, Mr. Marconi? <laughs> Through the air, across the ocean, the first time ever. <laughs> yes, and then we go through history and we hear, P 
people saying Niner over the radio. <laughs> That's right. But <laughs> that was like post exposition, like to, to wrap things up because they, they were explaining what it was. I think it was fairly clear that it was over the ocean mm-hmm. and that this was the first England's time they were over doing there. It. <laughs> yeah. And they were like in the last minute, you know what? We'll put a guy in, explain what the hell's going on. Just in case people didn't pay attention to it. But the look on his face as he's doing it, I don't even, it's, he's. He looks like he's uh, about to fall asleep. Yeah, but he's also real proud of himself. Yeah. He's a real dickhead. <laughs> yeah, come on, Marconi. <laughs> Over the ocean. Judy uh, Air for the first time ever. Great. 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 Um, that was. Uh, there's another one that has. Uh, telegraph plays prominently and that neither of us chose which is the uh the halifax, halifax explosion. explosion it's too too tragic too sad yeah too sad um but yeah the marconi one great great line uh this next great one read. is orphans yep oh my gosh uh this one's uh not secure oh, according shit. to this it's not a secure connection heritage minute what is this one I don't. This does is, this have a memorable line? I don't know this one either. Uh, this is kids landing not at Ellis Island, but Pier. Is it Pier Six or Pier Pearson Airport? <laughs> no, <laughs> it is like a, a pier in uh, Halifax, I think, where a lot of immigrants were uh, brought by ship. Yeah, yeah. So All right, this guy. They're in. Uh, they're in a line. It's a dusty old room. A guy is mm-hmm. looking over a chart, and he's approaching three moppets. Three beautiful little orphans. Dwarfins. Dwarfins. Really. Oh, I do know this one, yes. In the 1850s, many Quebec families adopted Irish orphans, their parents dead of ship's fever on the Atlantic crossing. Alors, Molly, voici ton nouveau père. Here's your new father and your new mother. You will now have a new, proud new name. You're a Canadian now, Molly. We have to keep our Irish name. My mother told me just before she died, in memory of our homeland. We'd accept that, she says. And then the Monsignor says, What is your name, my child? Patrick. Patrick O'Neill. A century and a half later, many of those names still resound in Quebec. Wow, that was one that felt like five minutes long. That was like five minutes long, and it also... Like that's the whole thing is that there's it was like, with hey, Irish names. Ever wonder why there's yeah, people with Irish names from Quebec? Because people why, came here they, from Ireland. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, didn't keep. They, you know, everyone else in Quebec seems to have French names. Yeah, mm, why is that? Mm, interesting, but yeah, that, um, that's one where nothing happens at all. Yeah, well, I was, um, uh, I, I had an ear for the accents on that one because. All the other ones seem to like, if there's a chance for someone to do an Irish accent, they'll do it. Oh, but yeah. they didn't make the, it would have been very hard for the kids to, non-Irish kids to put on an Irish accent and then speak French <laughs> with the Irish with accent. The Irish accent, yeah. <laughs> it's Molly Johnson. Can you imagine that being the last thing you tell your kid? Like, remember to keep my name. 
<laughs> Not- <Jeez. laughs> Instead of like, you know what? Always take care of your sister. No, say it. You got to keep my name. Yeah. But yeah, especially yeah, you little Molly Johnson. Yeah, but come on, <laughs> yeah, where exactly. it's 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 you know 150 years ago. There's no way I'm handing down my as a woman. There's no way I get to hand down my name to my child. That's right. So she really uh, that should be the heritage moment about this woman being the first to hand down her name to her daughter. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, that's some great heritage, and I want a little bit more of it. Let's go to this one. Uh, so there's a few uh, heritage moments that are just about explorers getting it wrong. Yes, that's right. Uh, there's one about a guy going trying to find the Pacific, and he found Lake Michigan, and he was like, good enough. <laughs> Someday, Chris Rock will film a video on this lake. <laughs> And then this is Jacques Cartier. Uh, uh, he's dancing mad for clearly. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the nene. Skip ad. <laughs> All right, here we are. So there's old timey guys walking through the forest. Yeah, a bunch of old timey Europeans coming to Canada, and they encounter uh, some Iroquois. And they're just kind of staring each other down. And this is one that was filmed in French and they dubbed in English. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. He is saying, come to the village. We talk. What's he saying, father? And then the, uh, the, the French uh, explorer, I guess he's the, priest part of the yeah of the expedition uh, yeah and, and uh, he's translating and he uh, mistranslates it uh, commander cartier is saying uh, this nation's name is canada canada and then the yeah. guy says yes uh, the village canada big big pardon and this other <laughs> sniveling twerp says uh well the, you're wrong the word he used, I think it really means those houses down no, there. No, no, believe me, I know the word. It means nation, and Canada is its name. He says, Canada. I'm sure it means the houses, the village. Ah, no. So sometimes seeing that again, it's like uh, these two royal fuckheads. Get a thing wrong, and that's what our country's named after. That seems to be it. <laughs> like it's if if I'm not mistaken, did they? Because some of these they have like an announcer come in at the end and say, "Midwives, what are they good for?" <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but I feel like you should have a guy come in at the end and be like, "So these guys got it wrong. They actually were in Kanata, Ontario. Is that what we're to presume?" Yeah, or just this village, you know? That it maybe I don't know. Uh, but these guys, that guy, so it's just because a priest decided that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about the whole country. It's called Kanata. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> but yeah, even at the end, the guy's like, I'm sure though. I'm sure that it meant that village. And But also, how does that guy know? Yeah. That's that guy's true. more educated than the priest. 
you know, Although I guess maybe th- uh, education doesn't really come into it. They're not teaching people a lot of Iroquois. Yeah. Back then. Canada. I'm sure it means those. No, it's the name. Of this anyway, this is our heritage. Uh, it's all wrong. Yeah. It would be like if uh, America was named community center or something like that. Uh, all right. This is your last one. This is my last and favorite one of all of the Canadian heritage minutes. And this is. I mean, I'll tell you the iconic line for this one. Yes. But I need these baskets back. <laughs> there's that one, Is and it, then there's another really great, great line in it. Is this some kind of Canadian, Canadian joke? joke? <laughs> All right, so this is the basketball one where James Naismith invents basketball. Uh, he's in, they're in a gym in Massachusetts or something. Yeah, and they're all wearing like what athletes would wear in the day, like long underwear and, uh. They're not even wearing what athletes would wear, they're just wearing what people are wearing. Yeah, like, they've got suspenders they're wearing on. slacks, yeah, but they have their like, they've taken their, uh. Their coat off. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Springfield, Massachusetts, 1891. And they're wrestling for the ball yeah he's not dribbling he's just <laughs> he doesn't know how to dribble right. well it's just been invented is this some kind of Canadian joke sir no stop it there he's uh, he's just throwing the ball and it's landed in a, a basket that's uh, up up on the wall but it doesn't yeah. come through the other end of the basket and that's yeah. that's why he's like uh, is this is this a Canadian joke uh <laughs> I think he's, he's he's the whole thing's the whole thing's a Canadian joke. Yeah. The fact that you have to dribble, and then and when he, he tries to dribble, he just tosses it back and forth in his hands. Yeah, it's sort of like juggling one ball. <laughs> it's like he's telling them to dribble, but he hasn't actually taught them how yeah. to dribble. <laughs> dribble? I haven't. You haven't invented dribbling yet. I know. <laughs> I remember growing up. I feel like there were a lot of jokes about babies dribbling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, dribbling was like. It could have been basketball or it could have been a kid. That's Yeah, but now we don't use that word for drool anymore. No. Although... We've come a long way, baby. We have. So, And it should be mentioned that this is... um, uh, James Naismith has his hair parted in the middle. He's got a mustache. He's wearing a cardigan. Uh, A cardigan from McGill University, so you know he's Canadian. Yeah. And uh, so these guys continue to play. Their ball is in a basket on the wall. Let's see what happens next. Sharp here and everything, but we can't carry the ball. How can we get a decent shot at the peach basket? <laughs> ah, they all right. Wild. Maybe we can allow a carry of a couple of steps. And Mr. Ace, Mister. So this is a guy up on the ladder, getting the uh, getting the ball out of the bag. Yeah, he's got it. Right an after old guy got a ladder, he's going to get the ball. Right, right after uh, James Naismith has okayed the Euro step. <laughs> it sure slows things down having to climb up here every time. Well, then let's cut the bottom out of the basket. Ah, but I need these baskets back. <laughs> <laughs> so he cuts a small hole out of the bottom so that they can just James knock Naismith it out with a broom. Ontario right. Basketball was being played by hundreds of millions of people around the world. Um, oh, a guy dunked. <laughs> yeah. And that was also the, yeah, the first slam dunk. Yeah. Um, uh, I used to do a comedy bit about that ad because there's when the guy, old guy says, I need these baskets back. What if that was the heritage moment about this guy's baskets? 
and how they're like the best baskets in history. <laughs> like Canada's known for its amazing baskets. Yeah, that seems like it, it could have gone that direction. <laughs> this guy was doing a stupid thing and uh, yeah, he needed these fine baskets. Well, I'm uh, my last one that I've chosen is one where nothing happens about a Canadian thing that is, oh, it's the greatest in the world. I've never heard of it outside of this heritage moment. Oh, I'm so There's excited. no story. It takes place in one place. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. Well, get ready. God damn it. Uh, it's about an organ. Do you remember the organ one? Uh, the brain one? Oh, we got to do that one. No, uh, the, an actual organ. Okay, so, so we're an guys. iron blacksmith giving all yeah. this up. When you want to study, can Who you really do it? Point. You're studying with Father Ducharme, and you're still a blacksmith. Insane. This, of course, is not a rich parish. This is so there's a uh, yeah there's a cardinal talking to uh, Joseph Casavant, who seems to be a blacksmith who's studying. But what is he making? What is he going to blacksmith for? Yeah, yeah. I can't pay you that much. Well, we'll work it out. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah. And he just sets to work. He's carving things. He's uh, measuring a pipe. I think we should bother. And then he's done his work. (laughs) And he comes back and interrupts the meeting and says... Run after him up the They'll steps. run after him, and I've made a giant organ. Giant organ. Call it the Marching Thunder. Over time, Casabon's sons would take up the craft of their father, their organs in demand from Montreal to Paris, from Cairo to Tokyo. Joseph Casabon, one of Canada's first entrepreneurs. That, That's it. He he's an organ man. He's an organ man. He uh, he made a nice organ. I remember that particular thing where he's like jamming a, a brass pipe against a rock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that sticks in my mind, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's one that I loved. Uh, yeah. So that's one where I, that's a, a heritage minute. I've never heard of Casavon organs before or after. But they were in demand from Montreal to Paris and Cairo to some other place. I forget. Yeah. They're from, uh, uh, she ran a scam in Transylvania. <laughs> then she stole the beans from Lima. <laughs> then she pickpocketed Perth. <laughs> Carmen San Diego stole Joseph Casavant's whole thing. Marching Thunder. <laughs> I call it. Um, thunder. So those are uh, some of our faves. Uh, are there any others? You just mentioned when I said this one was about an organ. You said, "Oh yeah, the brain one." <laughs> There's one about they discover uh, burnt toast. Yeah, she. It's a woman <laughs> has a seizure, and every time she does, she smells burnt toast. And then they're like probing her brain, and then you know she's like, "Are you pouring cold water on my hand?" And I can see oh, the yeah, most yeah. amazing thing. And then she smells burnt toast, and that's how the guy knows what area of the brain that those seizures come from. Yeah. Stop doing it. Stop poking that part of your brain if you want to stop, <laughs> stop having seizures. Stop putting yeah, electric probes on your brain. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, what are some other ones? There's the there's the uh, woman who uh, reforms like the prison system. Oh, is this normal? 
is this normal? And she's, because uh, prisoners are being lashed. Yeah, so she hits uh, the desk with a lash, and uh, and she says, is this normal? And then there's another one where it's about um, the first uh, woman. Jenny Trout? Yeah, to, like, get her master's or? Or just to be a doctor. To be a, oh, yeah, to be a doctor, that's right. And she's in a uh, classroom, an anatomy class, and they've got uh, the male anatomy covered up with a fig leaf yeah, on the and, little picture. And they're like, well, I can't talk about it because of certain someone. And then she gets up and her friend's like, Jenny, don't. <laughs> and she gets up and tears the leaf off, exposing the, leaf the wiener. Off. Exposing the wiener goes, this all you got? Yeah. <laughs> and then she t- <laughs> shakes her boobs. <laughs> Is that all you got? <laughs> and uh, Canadian and men around the sunglasses world. <laughs> <laughs> and wipeout plays, and she does a little boogie woogie. <laughs> That's why Canadian men's penises are are mocked the world over. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, good good idea for a bonus episode. Yeah, if um, I don't think there's a, enough uh, enough good ones to do a round two, but but it was fascinating, uh, and like uh, there were ones that I completely forgot, like the midwife one. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, but I'm tired. <laughs> we're never gonna make it. Um, uh, you know, they couldn't have well, good actors in every single one. You know, no, they couldn't have Pierce Brosnan as Gray Owl. That would have been great if they like used footage from Dudley Do Right. And been like for Sam Steele, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With Brendan Fraser, though he wasn't really a cartoon, he helped settle the West. <laughs> I should have shot him yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Maybe I'll shoot you. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> oh my um, god, that would suck to be like if your job is, is to like I got to escort this prospector back to Alaska. Yeah, exactly. And like uh just uh, And all I and I have to like it's so cold, but I have to wear my uh RCMP red uh, right. surge. Yeah. It's f- yeah, I don't know. Like any of those things just make me realize that uh, the people in those days were made of a hardier stock. Than, yeah, not uh, like us with our participation trophies. Yeah, exactly. Our soft hands, our our smooth, pillowy hands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and our tiny Canadian penises. <laughs> <laughs> Is this normal? <laughs> Below normal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how boy. fun how fun how okay fun. well yeah. thanks everyone uh for listening and yeah and we'll, uh, peace be with and you. we'll be back here uh, very soon with another bonus episode